Blaze himself was pretty sure he was going to hell, as were most other people. It was a dirty world, and the longer you lived, the dirtier you got. Stephen King, Blaze. Hey, Justin. Hey, Kayla. How's it going? I'm doing all right. How are you? Oh, long time no speak, but, uh, you know, <laughs> can, can wrapping up the Bachman books here and, uh, yeah, ready to, ready to talk about Blaze and check another one off of the list. I know. It's, it feels good to move off the tab from the spreadsheet, right? <laughs> exactly, yeah. It felt much less daunting to finish this tab than the, in the first one. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I kept looking at it like, oh, okay, I can do this. And they're not, you know, 800-page tomes. No, yeah, so, they're, yeah. They're, all, they're all pretty short, and this one in particular is, uh, is really, uh, I don't, uh, I, I, I've, it's been so it's been a while since we've actually read it so i feel like it's shorter page wise but it certainly is a easy breezy read yeah yeah comparatively for sure it was almost 300 pages it didn't really feel like it so much to me uh when i read it but yeah it was it was quite short um it it was a good way to wrap up the bachman books i think yeah i yeah i agree um i uh yeah, and I, th- I think I texted you this at, at one point. I was like, I, I read like the first 30 pages or so of it. And I was like, um, I'm pretty sure I've read this book before. But uh, <laughs> not, not entirely sure. But I, I'm pretty sure that I grabbed it out of a bargain bin sometime, uh, you know, circa 2005 or so. Mm-hmm. And, uh, or, you know, probably a year or two after it uh, was was released, which, of course, is still like. 30 years after it was written. Correct. But, correct. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah. So, so I'm pretty sure this is my second time through, but uh, I, I did not remember much of it. Um, mm. Yeah. Uh, had you read it before? I hadn't, and I hadn't even really heard of it. I feel like this is almost like a forgotten King book. You know, yeah. there's always a few that just kind of slip under everybody's radar, I think. Absolutely. Um, and, yeah, I think this is one of them. And I, I I do wonder if it's because after Bachman got revealed as king, like kind of the fun of it <laughs> yeah. wasn't as interesting anymore. Right, um, yeah. So it was only, I guess, yeah, after the big reveal, it was really only this and the regulators, right, that came out. Exactly. You know, there was an obvious little kind of gimmick thing going on there with, um, with the regulators so that... Uh, that that made sense to do under the Bachman name, but this this one a little bit strange that it was uh, published under the Bachman name. I think I think so too. This one feels a little bit more to me like the um, the crime books that he's written. That's um, exactly what I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think you're dead on in that assessment. It's got that. It's just kind of got the same. It's got you know, it's got the same length, and it kind of has the same structure. And even I don't, there's just a certain feel to the characters in those books that, that this one has as well. Agreed. I, I think that, yeah. And, and I find it really interesting too. You mentioned this really briefly that this was actually one of the first stories that he started writing at least even before Carrie. Um, and the fact that it was brought back out after so many decades, and I guess he tooled it, you know, tooled it up a little bit. Um, I just find that really fascinating that he's hit on this style. I wonder if he took 
those bare bones of it and made it kind of like those uh, cr- crime novels that he wrote. It's it's hard to tell, but it doesn't feel like a Buckman book. You're right. Yeah, no, it doesn't have that same almost, uh, you know, most of them have a very like uh, dystopian or at the least uh, highly pessimistic worldview. And uh, while, while this one is about, you know, a, a criminal or a, a pair of criminals, uh, depending on how you view the characters and their existence or lack thereof. Um, it's, it's not as, it's not as kind of uh downtrodden feeling as the other Bachman books. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Uh, and I like when you mentioned to the fact that you had read this book before, I automatically thought, I, I remember that text, but I also thought about the fact that this book is really similar to Of Mice and Men. Well, yes. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was well, like hold oh. on. That, I, that wasn't actually just reading Of Mice and Men, was I? No, I'm pretty sure I've, actu- <laughs> I've actually read Blaze before. Right, yeah. It seems just so similar to it. I kept seeing that mentioned in the reviews, too. And, and I was, yeah. yeah, and I think, I think he even makes some allusion to it in, in the in the foreword to this book. Uh, mm-hmm. That, But yes, it's it's highly derivative of of mice and men um <laughs> and yeah I, I don't think there's any way around that no as i was reading it, i kept thinking and maybe that was stuck in my mind but i kept reading like this is definitely a high school english teacher book <laughs> like this yeah. is this is somebody who's you know taught this book a million times and then wrote this <laughs> blaze book this right up his alley absolutely <laughs> Um, well, do you want to do the uh, traditional plot rundown before we get any further? Sure. Um, so this book follows a man named Clayton Blaisdell Jr., who's known as Blaze. Um, and he's, you know, kind of a small time criminal. He's not committing like any sort of big crimes or anything like that. And he's he's not very bright. He's a little slow. Um, as they might say, probably in his time, right? Um, And he's friends with a man named George, who is a little bit more professional, uh, criminal level. And he's got this big idea that they're going to kidnap and ransom this rich family's baby. Um, And so they've come up with this plan and everything. And George uh, has died, actually. Uh, So... Blaze still wants to pursue this goal of kidnapping this baby. Uh, George was the brains behind the operation, though, so you can imagine how that's going for Blaze. Um, But he does go through with the kidnapping of this baby. And as he's starting to, you know, catch feelings for this kid, basically, as he's starting to really feel like an attachment to this baby, he's flashing back to his own childhood and youth which is just full of horrible tragedies um, lots of abuse from his father and from this kind of reformatory school that he went to Um, and so as a reader you're starting to feel a lot of sympathy uh, for this character as he doesn't want to let go of this baby Um, and yeah you just feel so sorry for like the tragedy of his life but you also know that what he's doing is wrong and it's, um, you know, a classic kind of sad Stephen King character where he's very, like, conflicted and very kind of a gray area character. But, uh, yeah, so that's basic rundown of that book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, um, so, yeah, what, uh, I guess we'll start with the uh, 
the parts um, about Blaze's childhood, which you touched on briefly there. But uh, yeah, what, what what was your feeling from those parts? Uh, they were so um, just so deeply sad, but he also is a kind of character who's just constantly seeking connection with other people because he didn't have that so much in his life. Or when he did as a young person, someone would be really kind to him, like his friend at school or the older gentleman who uh, hired him at his farm. You know, people would show him lots of kindness and those people would die in a really tragic, sad way. So he's constantly like seeking help and seeking love, but it keeps getting taken away from him. And so you just feel just heartbroken for him, or at least I did. It just made me so sad. No, yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, because he starts off as, you know, like, uh, described as, you know, a very intelligent and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, high-functioning kid. And, you know, then his, I I think his dad was an alcoholic, if I remember right, Mm -hmm. and threw him down the stairs. And so that basically makes him, you know, um, what at least in those days would have been called functionally retarded. And then... um, and then, yeah, then then goes to the orphanage, which uh, doesn't make things a whole lot better. Right, right. Um, and it made me think, I read um, a couple of stories, and there was a big news story a couple of years ago about a boys' reform school. Um, oh gosh, I can't remember what state it was in, but it, you know, it functioned for many, many decades, and they found dead bodies of kids there um yeah so many uh, abuses yeah that that might be tennessee's there's there's okay. something yeah there, there's there's one of those in the in the history of tennessee that yeah. uh is really not good yeah exactly and i'm sure that's happened everywhere but it definitely pulled up that those memories of reading those stories and how horrible they were and just you know kind of knowing a little bit more of like the real life story of what someone like him could have gone through it just it was really really sad um i will say that those were the parts of the book that i felt most connected to um as he was telling the story i think that is a really important story to tell um it was really sad to be in that space though for some (laughs) for some parts of the book it was it was hard to read yeah but yeah no i i do i kind of agree with what you said there though i think I think those are probably the best written parts of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not that the other stuff is horrible by any means, but I, I think, yeah, I think the, these parts, uh, you know, the the parts from the childhood are the, the, the best written and kind of the most provocative parts of the book. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, what did you think about the other parts of the book? Kind of the the present time going through with this baby heist <laughs> uh you know i mean the, they're not bad um but the, it kind of has a it has it kind of to me almost has a paint by numbers feel it's kind of mm. like i i knew where it was going at every turn or yeah. you know at least uh that's in retrospect that i seem to remember that's that's how i felt i don't mm-hmm. did you feel that way yes even the parts where you're you're building suspense right like is he actually going to pull this off because you know, he and George had this plan of what they were going to do to kidnap this baby and, and such. But you don't really trust Blaze to actually follow the directions very well. 
Um, And so there is that suspense going on in that part of the story. But then you look and realize that you're not even halfway through the book. And you're like, of course. Yeah, that's the (laughs) thing. It does feel like, it does feel like, oh no, the abduction itself might just go wrong. And then, then you, then you feel the the number of pages that you have left and you're like, no, no, he's, he's going to get away with this, but I don't know. Throughout, throughout it just has this feel where like, no, I mean, of course, there's no way he's going to get away with this. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's going to end poorly. And then, of course, it does. So, yeah, um, of course. I, and, you know, I don't know. I, it probably, to be honest, it probably would have felt cheaper to me had had there been some, you know, um, glorious escape and he had gotten away with it. I think, yeah. I think that would have felt pretty cheap, too. But at the same time, like, there wasn't, um, you know, just to me, there wasn't really much suspense in and where the plot was going to go um, in terms of the in terms of the the kidnapping and and the resolution of that so that's kind of why i thought that the flashbacks to the to the childhood were the more interesting parts of the story to help us understand how we got here for sure and i think it really um lightens um or gives light on the current story because when he's you know taking care of the baby He's looking at it and there are these moments where he's like, this baby doesn't know that I'm like, uh, that I've done bad things. He doesn't realize that I have trouble thinking. Like he feels like this baby would just accept him as who he is. And given that background, it makes that so much uh, more interesting in the present day. Uh, But you're right. Like you wouldn't have that without the flashbacks, which are much more interesting and engaging to us um, but yeah but you're right they're not they're not bad at all it's great writing <laughs> for sure he's you know he's stephen king at you know his his stephen kingness where he's not um you know producing insomnia here right like he's got some sort of control over what he's working on in the story right yeah and and like we you know like we said 300 pages it it propels itself forward uh pretty well and Mm -hmm. so yeah even even if you do know where it's going you don't uh you don't get bogged down in it Mm -hmm. exactly but yeah you know, it is kind of, I, I don't know how, whether you looked up any anything else about it, but I didn't really realize until I finished the book and then started uh, kind of Googling to see what other people thought about it. Um, before before this was published, it was kind of, uh, you know, it was um, a kind of golden goose among Stephen King fans or, you know, uh, the Holy Grail oh. uh, because it, 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 its existence was well known. Um, and I think, uh, I think he mentioned, uh, someone said he mentioned it in the afterward to different seasons, which, uh, Oh, wow. Is, is, uh, coming, coming up on our quest. Um, I actually haven't started to tackle it yet, but so, <laughs> so that's when he first mentioned it, you know, so people knew about it. And then there were some other things, some interviews and whatnot that, that made reference to it, but uh, you know, I was no one really knew what it was um, until this until this came out. So uh, it is kind of interesting, you know. I I, I do I think if um, you know if I had been a diehard Stephen King fan in 2007 and greatly anticipating it, you know, it might have been might have been a little bit disappointing yeah yeah that's a really good point i was trying to think of like what came out of his in about the early 2000s what you're expecting to get from him 
Um, oh gosh, I can't remember like what all came out and you know about that time for him. But I imagine like if you were waiting for this, you know, this classic book, the first thing that he'd really written, you know, and yeah. then you get this like very sad book about a, a baby napping <laughs> You'd be like okay yeah <laughs> well exactly yeah and, and this is and i think that's i think that's kind of a lot of how you know how a lot of these um lost releases or things like that go whether it's you know uh music or movies or books um it's mm-hmm. you know it finally comes out and you're like well i you know i'm glad it's out there in the world but um uh you know not uh didn't didn't knock my socks off yeah yeah for sure and you know you do have i looked up like the what you're getting about this time and you get a good handful of like you know scary quote yeah i was just looking as well he had so he had he had finally finished all the dark tower stuff and Mm -hmm. then uh yeah so then he did the first he did colorado kid and Mm then um yeah then he did uh yeah, the year before he did both Cell and uh and Lisey's story, which ah, uh yeah. you know, yeah, the the more the more we look the more we look back on uh this uh everything we've read so far. Uh again, Lisey's story is one that I look back on as like a really strong ass book and mm-hmm. um I'm kinda I'm stoked for this uh T V adaptation that's that's coming out soon of it. Me too. Me too. I've I've heard a lot of good buzz where normally with yeah. Stephen King adaptations you get a lot of good buzz and then it kind of goes away really quickly. But for this one, I, I keep hearing like really good sustained excitement about it, which is which is really awesome. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It might have I mean Lisey's story was really good. Cell was really dumb. So, uh, <laughs> but Blaze is probably somewhere in the middle. Yeah. And if, pe- you know, I know a lot of people, not us, but a lot of people have really passionate feelings about the Dark Tower series. So I imagine if you're, you know, in the midst of all of those books and then you have this kind of like sweet, sad story, yeah, it may not, you know, whet your appetite so much as what you're. <laughs> yeah. Might not. For. Uh, I if I think if you and I had read Blaze in the middle of you know the Dark Tower books five through seven, um, we would have found it a very refreshing change of pace. I think I I would have really enjoyed that. Yeah, probably would have gotten an extra crown from me had it been uh, stuck after Song of Susanna or something. Oh God, yeah, especially that one. (laughs) Been like, thank you, oh Lord. but yeah, that's really fascinating. I didn't even think about the fact that people would have been excited about it for really decades because um, different seasons is in the 70s. So yeah, right. people are yeah, waiting yeah. for it for so long. That's that's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, almost, uh, yeah, you know, 20, 25 years or so. Yeah. Um, it's kind of existence had been rumored. Yeah. Um, hmm. But yeah, so yeah, no, would have would have been interesting um, at the time. And like I said, I think I read it. Uh, you know, I read it shortly after its release, but I was also kind of oblivious as to, as to its place in mm. terms of the importance of the overall King timeline. <laughs> yeah, that's one nice thing about doing this 
kind of reading through is you get to see the placement of the different things and, you know, learn like what you just said, people were really excited about this one or, you know, come across a book that people are really disappointed in or whatever. It's, it's really cool to, to see that kind of in its place. Um, yeah, that's been cool. Cause yeah, a lot of them I read as a teenager and I'm like, yeah, whatever, this was fun. And then you move on. So it's, uh, yeah, this is a good experience, but yeah. It's um, an interesting way to wrap up the Bachman books. It's not like any of the others, really. It's kind of weird that it was under the Bachman name, but hey, you know, guess you got to wrap it up somehow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll, you never know. Uh, at the rate he's still pumping things out, we might, we might have another uh, "quote unquote" lost Bachman book uh, <laughs> popping up somewhere for us. Yeah. Oh man, I just put my hold in the library for. Billy Summers, which is supposed to come out in August. Yes. So yes. yes. Uh, He's just ripping through these things. Looking <laughs> looking forward to that one. The uh the plot synopsis sounds really interesting. Um yeah. but uh also a little bit cautious because I also thought that the plot synopsis for the Institute sounded really interesting and then did yeah. not find the did not find the actual book, the Institute, very interesting. Yeah, we'll, so, we'll but, see. Hey, fingers crossed. <laughs> um, uh, I did really like Later, which came out earlier this yeah, year. Yeah, me we too. we actually still need to record an episode for that. Yes. But, um, <laughs> yeah, but that, that one was fun. So, hey, maybe it will maybe it'll keep rolling in to, to Billy Summers. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm really curious. I'm, you know, not waiting super anxiously about a new Bachman book, but we'll see what we get. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you never know. anyway, uh, seems like we got sidetracked a little bit, so we might have we might have said might have said most everything we wanted to say about Blaze. But did you have anything else that you wanted to bring up about uh, about Blaze itself? Uh, nope, I don't think I had anything else. Yeah. No. I mean, it's a it's it's a very even for you know uh, even for Stephen King, it's a very straightforward book. Um, mm-hmm. Not a lot of. Not a lot of sidetracks and uh, not, I mean, and I don't mean this in a derogatory way, but not even a lot of literary ambition in this book. Um, no, a, no. Just a fun, straightforward story. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, should we crown it then? Let's go for it. You go first. Um, well, like I just said, it's a fun, straightforward book. There's nothing special about it and there's nothing horrible about it. So it is uh, two and a half crowns for me. Nice. Uh, I'm going to go with four, actually. Um, you know, maybe I was just in the mood to read something like kind of sad and, um, emotional, but I was really touched by this book, um, by Blaze's story. So, you know, it, it wasn't anything particularly ambitious or particularly, uh, unique, but I, I found it really touching. So, um, I'm going to go for four for just making me feel some feelings. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, four and uh, yeah, four and who knows what you would give um, the actual of mice and men. Oh gosh, it's been since high school since I've read it, so who <laughs> yeah. knows? Yeah, same, same. So, all right, well, uh, all right, so that's it for Bachman books, and um, then whenever we reconvene again, which seems to take us a while these days, but. Uh, <laughs> We're gonna do the short stories, and uh, that's that's gonna be a lot of fun. And yeah, and then at some point, uh, maybe before we do the short stories, or maybe in the middle of it, we'll drop an episode for later as well. 
Yeah, yeah. We'll see where the wind takes us. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, thanks, Kayla. Okay, bye. For more of our Stephen King adventures, please follow us on Instagram at The Year of King.